0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Cinema Catch Up Club, the podcast for films that you probably should have heard by now. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And this week, it's Star Wars Week! Yeah, opening crawl. Yes, uh ba-ba-da-da. that's not the Star Wars theme. I should know that's this by Superman. now. Superman. We've done five of them.
1: Um da Stop, he'll
2: get a copyright strike. That's true, actually, yeah. Da, 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 <laughs> Yeah, just do every third note
1: off. or faster. Yeah,
0: uh, Revenge of the Sith. Or not what watching? We're yes. Uh, we're doing Revenge of the Sith. We are completing the prequel trilogy. Um, hooray! <laughs> hooray? Question mark? Yes. Uh, joining me as always, we have someone who has seen the film and someone who has not. Our guest who has not seen the film, indeed has not seen many Star Wars films, <laughs> making her an invaluable resource to this program. <laughs> it is uh, Tegan Mulvaney. Yay. How you doing, Tegan?
1: Yep. Um, it's nice to be with friends.
2: Mm. That's good. Yeah. It's, you want to be with people that you trust when you're watching this movie for the first time. Yeah. Mm.
1: Well, Attack of the Clones, we had to do in lockdown. So That's true, yeah. we were... Would-
2: no one should have to go through that. <laughs> but but we soldiered on anyway. Yep. So yeah. So I had
1: to watch that alone. Um, oh. But but not alone, because we were messaging about how balls it was through the whole thing. Yeah. So now we can talk about, I guess, how balls this is through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll I mean, see. what do you
0: know about uh, Revenge of the Sith?
1: I know that there's obviously a very grumpy Sith in it mm-hmm. if he needs revenge. Mm-hmm. And... Um, a man with a very red face is there, and a double-sided...
0: No, you want to... Nah, he's hell dead by you now. You want to Oh,
1: was that Phantom? That's Phantom, Phantom Menace.
0: Which you haven't seen. No, you've I have se- seen You've that. seen Clones, and you'll, yeah. you'll, b- by the end of today, you will have seen Revenge of the Sith, but no, you have not seen Episode 1, which I'll
2: be honest... What you're going to get is some far inferior bad guys yeah. instead.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think it's fine that you haven't seen Phantom before coming into this. You've seen... Episode two. Or plot-wise,
2: you, you'll know exactly what's going on. You'll be fine. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, but, yes, yeah, so, so there's a grumpy Sith.
1: Yeah. Um, um, that... And clearly that's it. Mm. Can we watch Phantom Menace instead? Because I seem to know more about I that. I did not
2: sign up for that.
0: And I <laughs> yeah. do not want to do that. No, I'm afraid it has just been vetoed <laughs> by our guest who has seen today's film. It is Shane Adams. Hey, what's up? May the Force be with you, etc. Indeed. Well, this episode is, in fact, coming out on May the 4th. So, oh, excellent! Uh, yes, yeah, so May the Fourth be with everyone. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, Shane. Um, as a, as a, I'm going to call a learned Star Wars scholar. Sure, um, he
1: has the room to prove it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. He, he has many an action figure, uh, which which backs this up. Um, Not, not, you'll notice very little prequel action figures in my collection I did notice very few prequel figures Uh, But Revenge of the Sith, um, in a sort of vague, non-spoilery sort of way for people
2: like Tegan who haven't seen it Mm -hmm. What's Star Wars Episode 3 about? Well, I hope you're excited to sit down and watch what I think is the best of the worst Star Wars films (laughs) In my opinion Go on Um, I think it's the best of the prequels, Mm -hmm. but that's not saying much
1: How many... Australian TV celebrities are in this film. Oh,
2: if you are excited about seeing minor Australian TV celebrities, you are in for a treat. Because if you thought there was someone in Attack of the Clones, strap yeah, in. Yeah,
1: Irene's son was in Attack of the Clones. Yeah,
2: yeah, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a good time of spotting all the Aussies in Sweet. this movie.
1: All um, right, I'm sold. Let's do it. Mm.
2: Yeah, look, look, I do think this movie is uh, is. Uh, quite a league above the rest of the prequels, mm. but still very much not my favourite Star Wars film. Yeah, um, yeah, but well, you will see some some revenge Sith. I thought you were going to yeah. say boobs. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't no, think that. Happens. If you want that, you want Total Recall.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that's
2: bang for your buck. Yeah, boob wise. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think there are any uh, boobs in any of the star wars films really no No. not good ones you will um (laughs) you will get to see the birthplace of many many internet memes oh yes
1: okay from this
2: that come from this film Mm. and ewan mcgregor just trying his best (laughs) just trying his best yeah bless him
0: yeah, between this and uh, 2010's Beginners, there's been quite a few films where <laughs> Ewan is just, oh, he's pushing that film to try and keep yeah, it going.
2: because he is good. I think he's good in this. I think mm. he's great in everything. Yeah, and, but, and you know,
0: it will be interesting as well, and I will probably ask you about this afterwards uh, in the review half, Shane, uh, mm-hmm. about um, the upcoming uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series yeah. uh, that is coming with yeah. Ewan reprising the role. Redemption. Sounds- oh, is he back in it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, he's, he's playing... Uh, Older but not quite as old as Gallic Guinness. Yeah, Obi-Wan so that that
2: series is set, I think, 13 years after what we're about to watch.
0: Yeah, so it's sort of like, yep, stuff, spoilers, stuff's going to go bad yeah. because obviously yeah. when we get to Obi-Wan the Obi-Wan doesn't stars. die. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. that's the big spoiler. Obi-Wan makes it through. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. And I, I I haven't watched this film, I think, since maybe 2007. Like, it's been a while. Whenever
2: this was, like, released on DVD was Mm. probably the last time I watched this.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, with all that being said... Shall we watch Revenge of the Sith?
1: I can see a whole lot of other DVDs I'd like to watch. Too bad! <laughs> you are,
2: my collection's good. It is a good collection. Yeah. But that's not what we're here for. No,
0: uh, for those of you listening at home, pop in those DVDs, load up those streaming services, and prepare to scream... No! As we watch Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith.
1: I don't know what that was, but it was still funny you to watch. Wish. You'll
0: <laughs> know what it is. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. We have just finished watching Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. And I'm joined once again by Shane Adamzak, Still here. And Tegan Mulvaney. Me too. Uh, Tegan, that was your first time watching the Revenge of the Sith what did you think?
1: I'm furious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just,
2: yeah. Just there furious.
1: was no TV stars in that. There was some. There was some, but there were ones that I expected. There yeah, was to no be fair, I think ones.
2: most of the ones I was thinking of were actually in Attack of the Clones. Yes. And they're all dead now. In the movie. <laughs> I was going to say, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> They're all dead. Um, okay, so furious for the lack of Australian TV mm-hmm. uh, minus celebrities. I mean, if that's the only thing you're mad about, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, no,
1: it's not the only thing. It's <laughs> oh, okay. just number one on the list. Is it
2: because? Mm. Is it because you couldn't? We went down a path you couldn't follow, and we broke you your heart.
1: <laughs> uh, what? Oh, is that a lie in the film? Yeah, yeah. Is you remember, that you remember, one of of remember the bit in the
0: film where Natalie Portman was sad? One remember
1: where f- she was acting? F- flouncy. Flouncy, stupid prego scenes. Mm.
2: Yeah, I agree. Pregnant women are the worst. Mm. Is that what we're saying?
1: Um, keep yeah. sa- can you uh, keep keep saying it? Uh,
2: yuck. Keep on that tangent. Uh, women in general. Am I right? Is it, have I misunderstood? You may have. Do you want to this.
1: show everyone your toy room again?
2: <laughs> Come this way. <laughs> uh,
0: um, so other than the lack of Australian TV stars, Tegan. Yeah. What did you think of this film?
1: I think I, I said it before. I like a film... That you can chat all the way through and mm. not miss a single thing. Because mm. we chatted a lot through We'd, the film. Yeah, But did. I don't think I missed anything at all.
0: Yeah, I- I'm surprised, Shane, coming back to this film, how little there is in it, considering how long the film is.
2: Yeah, I think, I think I heard recently, and I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure one of the things George Lucas did with the prequels that he tried to do... Um, Because they're so visual. He tried to do it so that you could literally know what was going on without hearing the dialogue. Mm. And I don't know why he did that, because he could have just made the dialogue better and also done that. But I think that that was like a conscious choice, though, that it was so visual that you could literally follow the story Mm. without any sound. Yeah.
0: And part of me appreciates aspects of that in Mm. in terms of like watching it. um, There is something that feels quite... uh, Quite... I kind of want to say like multicultural, or like the the fact that the Star Wars universe, and particularly the prequel universe, um, borrows so much from different existing Earth cultures in its mm. building of these alien cultures. Like it's very present in the first film with Naboo, and the way like um, Queen Amidala and all her court addressed um, borrows from like different Earth cultures, and like it, it's something that really carried through strongly in this in the series. Um, and I I do kind of like that, but at the same time not nothing really happens in this film like like the thing is going into this film everyone's like okay we're going to start this film with Anakin Skywalker and we know by the end of it yeah. he's going to be Six and a half foot tall.
2: I'm wearing a helmet and a yeah. cape,
0: and he's gonna be Darth Vader.
2: I mean, that's that's one of the thing I I don't like about the prequels or just prequels in general is like you know if this guy's in the original movie, he's not gonna die. Like there's no stakes, mm. um, like the Han Solo movie. Like it's fine, but you know exactly like well, there's no way he's gonna die because he's in the future. Mm. You know you know Chewbacca's gonna be fine. You know this character's probably gonna die because they're not in it. Mm. Like there's just there's just no stakes and like. It's fine. It's fun to tell those stories, but Mm. like, even like, as good as like Book of Boba Fett is and that stuff, like, part of the fun thing about those original trilogy Star Wars characters is like the mystery behind them. Like, we don't need to know like why Boba Fett did this and this, why Han Solo did this and this. Like, that's part of like the the cool part that makes them a cool enigma. Mm.
0: Yeah, and just like
2: all the stuff that was interesting for me
0: about this film was the stuff about Anakin being turned Mm. to the dark side by Emperor Palpatine. It happens pretty quickly. It does. Like yeah, it,
1: it, could have, it, it could have been a really interesting build-up from the moment that it's kind of the seed is planted that, well, maybe the Jedi, the it depends on what side you're on mm, and what you're looking at. Everyone thinks they're on the view. right side. I, I thought that was quite cool mm. in the dumb opera with no singing, no yeah, opera. Yeah.
2: And I remember like, always thinking, like, how is he, like, so, like, easily swayed By, like, someone that's so obvious to the audience, a bad guy. Mm. But then you, like, look at, like, the last couple of years in, like, America. Mm. And you go, oh, okay, I get it. It
1: was a bit creepy watching it now. A little uncomfortable watching it now. And going, oh. Oh, that's, like, real, but. Yeah, this feels real. It's like George Lucas has sat around many Weinstein tables and gone, this is how they do it. Mm. So I'm going to put it in a film. I don't think that's a conscious thing. I don't think it's that clever, but. It's almost like a subconscious thing that's happened in the film because the gaslighting Mm. and the predatory behaviour is so on point. Mm. It's a bit terrifying. And like the fact
2: that like you watch now and it's like somehow more believable. Yes, it's such a bad indictment (laughs) of society. Yeah, even Mm.
1: even things like in that opera scene where he goes leave us and everyone everyone knows to go, Mm -hmm. even though they need one seat because Anakin is one person. Mm. But they know that yeah but everyone everyone's like, "Oh no, oh yeah here we go oh, so some, everyone someone's, is, about, someone's about to get a promotion yeah everyone's yeah. in on it mm. it's like it's it's really yucky to think about it now mm. i mean star wars it, it maybe it was meant to happen it's you know star wars ends up being a dichotomy of things like good and evil and things mm-hmm. like that, and it was almost it was I felt a bit blue balled, I guess because they were the moments that piqued my interest where I was like Oh, that almost sounds like a real interesting plot point. Mm. Oh no, no, we're not going to do that. That's, yeah. that's not happening. No, it's about love and it's about a pathetic pregnant woman who, mm. with a dumb stomach, who like, you know, it was like, oh mm. bit, that could have been cooler to explore. <laughs>
2: yeah, and yeah. like Portman is really not given much meat to work with. Uh, uh, no, I mean,
0: you know, literally in this case, she has a tiny belly for someone that's got two two kids yeah. and yeah. like is yeah. almost at full, at full term, term. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's it's a it's a strange thing because there, there isn't really a character that has an arc outside of Anakin, and Anakin's arc is not particularly well delivered, and that's not just on Hayden Christensen, no, who it's, is it's how it's written is not bad. Like I I he's certainly better as Anakin in this film than he oh, was yeah. in Episode Two, and it's it, partly because he's got slightly more substantial stuff to deal with um, and longer hair and longer hair, which Oof. is helpful um but but you know obi-wan like when you say ewan mcgregor carries the film i, I don't know that he does i think he's almost like kind of taking the piss a little bit in some yeah. scenes like like with the weird hand pointy gestures or even yeah. the hello there like all the stuff that's become memed yeah it almost feels as though he was like god i'm glad i'm, I'm done with this to an extent
1: because this, is, well, this yeah. feels like you know that footage of the, the attack of the clone you know, when him and is it Kidman? The, do you know what they've called my latest film, Attack of the Clone? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels like from that moment on, he went, mm. I'm just going to have a fun ride. Yeah. yeah and thing. like, if
2: you're in Star Wars, you're not going to be like, well, I don't want to be in Star Wars anymore. <laughs> no. Like, of course you're going to do it no matter what. But I
1: think also, the, you look at Hayden Christensen now, I guess watching it now and having the. Their latest movies to compare it to. Yes, I haven't watched all of them. Mm. I've watched enough for my own satisfaction. But watching Adam Driver go through the same sort of, um, I guess, emotional points where and you and seeing someone who is really giving this this performance of mm. internal and struggle. Jacked. And yeah, but so the, but jacked. that struggle, he is jacked. Yeah, he's mm. hot. Hot. Um, I agree. He. Like the comparison, I think, adds to the blue balls of Hayden's, of oh, Anakin's journey. Or yeah. Hayden Christensen's performance, unfortunately, as well. Because you can see someone do it so well. Yes, mm. they have more to work with.
2: And, and also different writing team. Like We've much, much, creative better, writing. Yeah, much like, better writing team. Yeah, much better writing Well, to a point. Yeah, like obviously I'm a massive Star Wars fan. Lucas cannot write dialogue, mm. especially in the prequel trilogy. And like, especially like the love dialogue, I'm convinced for a man that has been married and has several children, he's never kissed a woman. <laughs> he can't know feelings <laughs> Yeah, it, or how people talk to each other. Yeah, and but even they in use space. Those
1: moments for... Um, plot exposition it's it's that that's what was bugging me most in those romance parts it's Mm. like i'm now we're going to do all the exposition when we could they could be the moments where you could still have your romance but he's really battling and grappling with his internal demons
0: And, and the great thing about star wars when it works is that it's escapist and one of the great things about an escapist piece of work is that it lets you put yourself in like the The thrill of the adventure. You go back and you look at the characters in the original prequel trilogy, they're not really, they don't have many strong characteristics and they're quite one dimensional. Like Han Solo doesn't really, uh, he has a little bit of a change when he like falls in love with Leia, but he's Mm. still intrinsically the I'm the roguish one. Luke's the I'm the noble hero. Uh, You know, they all have these archetypes. You know, C3PO is the butlery posh one. Mm. And they have all of these archetypes that don't change because they allow us as the viewer to transplant ourselves into who we want to have our escapist fantasy with. The problem with that in this film is you have to tell a deeply personal story for this person who transitions from fighting for the Jedi to fighting against the Jedi. And they, George apparently didn't know how to write that because so much of what he has written for his characters has been this template that allows the viewer to sort of inhabit them.
1: And then having charismatic actors play mm. those, like the actors sold the writing in the first one, yeah. probably. Mm. yeah. So when you've got no charismatic actors mm. in this, or they're trying, they're desperately trying to be charismatic, I think mm. that you can see that a bit in this film. Mm. A little bit in Attack of the Clones from memory with the the silly scenes between... Obi-Wan and Anakin you know Mm. all those kind of like elevator scenes and yeah
2: we're fun chums
1: yeah that was they were they were okay like they felt very playful but like Padme is void of anything Mm. it's a vacuum of charisma
2: I mean yeah I mean all her dialogue is like you're crying you're sad you're pregnant and crying yeah happy and pregnant but then sad it's rank and it's and we know it's not Natalie Portman
0: because the same year this film came out, V for Vendetta came out where she is incredible. Oh, she's incredible. And, and it's it's the material. It's it's what and and the direction. It's what she was given and she wasn't given a lot. Yes. And I think she's she's done as good as as good as she could with with what was there mm. and there's there's not a lot there. And it's such a shame because Padme in the earlier films, particularly she was, the, was she the queen? She was the queen in the first one and even though You know, people like don't like the Phantom Menace very much. Her her performance in it is is fine. It's better than fine. It's actually okay. It's it's a little bit one note. She has a
2: weird accent that kind of disappears. Yeah,
0: but that's because most of the characters in Star Wars again are a bit one note. Mm. Um, You know, the Jedi are designed to be emotionless. Like Samuel L. Jackson is holding everything in. Like when he's like he's a Sith, you know, you can tell he's wanting to be like what. Cause of Sith, we gotta take him out.
2: Like, I'm sick of these motherfucking
0: Sith. Yeah. who the fuck is Sheev Palpatine? Like, that's that's what we're waiting to hear. Yeah. He's we, he's waiting to do that, but no, he's got to be very constrained as Mace until that final scene where he's like, he's an enemy of the Republic, and I'm going to kill him. Yeah, and
1: it's dumb that scene.
0: Yeah, it, it sort of it, it it's it works sometimes, and it doesn't work in this film. And although I will say, when you let uh, somebody like Ian McDermott be a character who is basically like the ultimate evil pantomime character. Yeah. It's really fun. Even though, again, it's quite one note with the, you know, oh, I'm a, a, a sneaky senator. And then as soon as he gets transformed by old lightning <laughs> into... It's into
2: magic pantomime. lightning. Yeah, or aged something. Him, And
0: then he's just doing the full cackling no, evil. No, it's, no, yeah, it's Yeah, it's, it, that's really fun. Yeah. But yeah, we just don't see enough of that from other characters in the film because they're not written that way
2: yeah it is fun to watch like uh, him acting clearly a bad guy pretending to be a good guy but not really fooling anyone except whoever he's talking to Mm. if that makes sense
0: yeah and I feel like that was better done in the second film Mm. I feel like his sort of because we know he's he's
2: a bit like we know Anakin is going to turn we know that Palpatine is bad like you knew right yeah like does anyone not (laughs) <laughs> no? Like from the first movie? Like it's the same actor. Mm. Like I don't you know.
0: Well apparently if you just put a little bit of a hood over him, mm. no one
2: recognises
0: his chin. Clark Clark Kent yeah. syndrome. Yeah, he just puts on the glasses and mm. he's unrecognizable. Um the the plot of this film, because there is one, and we haven't actually talked about it yet, is um the Clone Wars are still happening. War Yeah. War That's how it starts. What is it good for? Uh this film to be made, I guess. Mm, and
2: yeah. They, uh, the Maori
1: fa- representation in film is yes. what it's excellent for. Yeah,
2: it is mostly just the heads, though. Yes, yeah,
1: but um, I love it.
2: Yeah, but there is a lot of them of the same guy, of
1: the same, <laughs> same man. Head. Yes,
2: yeah. um, we
0: have Anakin and Obi Wan are like Jedi cops, they're, they're yeah. going in to save Palpatine from Count Dooku, who is a very sensible name to you Why
1: are they saving Palpatine? Because,
0: uh, the separatists led by Dooku and General Grievous. Oh, it was
1: in this. Was that in the first scroll? It was in the
0: scroll, yeah. War! Yeah, we kind of got distracted by war. but in that... I, It
1: was that and then stunning. Yeah, stunning.
0: in a stunning <laughs> manoeuvre. Uh, yeah, um, Stunning. Maneuver. Pal- Palpatine was kidnapped, so they were there to rescue Palpatine. Um, and then, of course, Anakin, at the uh, behest of Palpatine, beheads Count Dooku, uh, wrapping up Christopher Lee's work in about a day, which is, you know, he was a busy man at the time. Yeah. Um and starting him on this path towards the dark side. Uh, Padme then, when they get back, is like, by the way, I'm pregnant. Um,
1: oh, did you and- say that? Yeah.
0: That- <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dang, we just watched it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and that sets up the whole thing of people still don't know that they're married. Um, and so it's like, ooh, this, this is tricky. And there's this mistrust of Anakin because of how close he's becoming to Palpatine. And then... It was about 45 minutes of CGI action fun with Obi-Wan fighting Grievous. And a big lizard. And a big lizard. Um, and then um, Palpatine uh, and Mace Windu had a bit of a fight. And Anakin is presented with a choice with both actors, very like, both Mace Windu and Palpatine, not acting how you would naturally act in that situation, but very yeah. much acting like in a video game when it's like option A and option yeah. B. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh,
2: shit. That is really well put.
0: Yeah, it's just it. It really threw me. This is time. that the Watched
1: point it. in the video game where you get the the different ending.
0: No. Um. So in the video game that was the Revenge of the Sith official merchandise video game, which I played because uh, I was fifteen when this film came out, uh, and it was a really fun was Star it a GameCube Wars game. game. Uh. I. I played it on PlayStation 2. I don't oh, know I if pissed. it was. On... Ooh la la. I know, fancy. Uh, not so fancy that I still play a PlayStation 2. Fancy but, boy. Um, yes, the, the, the alternate ending for that one was in the final battle of Mustafar, you could choose to play as Obi-Wan or Anakin. And if you played as Anakin and won, you kill Obi-Wan. And then the Emperor turns up and he's all like, um, Ah, good, my apprentice. Now you are Darth Vader. Have this new lightsaber that's red. And he goes, uh, Darth Vader goes, huh. And then stabs Palpatine with it. And then all the clone troopers are like, what? And then he's like, the galaxy is mine. And that's it. So like, the the, the ending Ah. that they imply is that Vader would have betrayed Palpatine and become this like new Emperor. That makes sense. Yeah. And Padme still died. I believe, from that from that ending. Like, Padme was not... That makes less sense. Anakin just can't catch a break. Yeah. Um, and, yeah,
2: in this film, yeah. No! En- <laughs> he doesn't do that, thankfully. That, the no and Anakin mucking up Mace Windu's plan are the mm. two parts. I'm like, maybe this time it will be different. And mm. it never is. It <laughs> never, never it's is. It's always the worst part of the movie.
0: Uh, is it because you... Care about these characters, or is it because I just think it
2: the no is just so naff. You just want to avoid the no. I just hate the no, just the delivery is bad. Yeah, it's not great. It's, uh, and it's
0: it, again, it's very melodramatic, like a lot of this film is. A melodrama can be good, but this isn't. I think it's yeah.
1: also cemented by the Frankenstein oh, breaking
0: yeah. free. Very movies. heavy like, handed the, yeah.
2: symbolism there.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I kind of like that, though. Like, it's it's a fun nod. I, I kind of feel like, you know, he's, he's a fun brought back from the dead, made of different parts that aren't his body. It's like Robocop. A, yeah. Well, I was going to say it's Frankenstein, but yes, it's Robocop.
1: Oh, well. Paul Weller would have been so much better than yes. Aiden
0: Christian. What happened to Padme? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Anakin <laughs> shot that guy in the dick. <laughs> Uh, but yes, this ultimately leads to a situation where and um, the
1: dad from that Seveny show could have been yeah <laughs> the mm. emperor would have been all right. Red oh, form. why didn't we watch RoboCop? <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> yeah,
0: can we watch RoboCop? We've already done RoboCop. Oh. I know you have. Yeah, but we haven't done RoboCop two. Oh, oh the, the,
1: the more gross one. Yeah, mm. the worst,
2: but not worst. No, no. RoboCop film three.
1: boom That's the one where he flies, isn't yeah. it? With jetpack. Dumb. That's the one they made for kids because number two was too violent.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um. The ultimate ending of this film though Is that uh, Anakin does betray the Jedi Order He goes to the temple He kills the younglings No sorry He
2: killed the younglings uh, Oh man when you said that just then yeah. Like emotionally I felt it Because <laughs> of the delivery he Yeah
1: killed the younglings
2: He can stop I'm thinking about the younglings now uh, And then There's too many of them What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Yeah. Um and then
1: How cool was that badass little Jedi kid? Oh, he was though? great. He's yeah. m- he's my The one that favorite. saved Jimmy Smiths. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best.
0: Yeah, he was very cool. He, he took- should
1: have played Anakin. He should have. He took out
0: about like six clone <laughs> tricks. Yeah, he did great. Well. Like he did better than most of the Jedi Masters when Order Sixty Six yeah. happens.
1: But they were sprung upon I liked that twist. I liked oh, yeah? the the what was it? Sixty six. Oh, order sixty order six. 66. Order 66. 66. Order 66. Like that oh. was a fun little Twist,
2: Mm. And if you go on to or have watched uh, the Clone Wars animated series, especially the final season, it adds a lot. It's good. Um, It adds a lot. Even if you just watch the final season, it adds a lot because they redo from the, from like the clone's point of view, that entire Mm. part. It's Mm. really good. Yeah. And, adds a bit more weight to it. And you see a couple more of those characters that weren't in this
0: film. Like, uh,
2: like so you Pitano. actually know those characters. Yeah. Like, Plo Koon. Mm. And
0: Kit Fisto. Oh, poor, he got taken out so easily. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it ultimately ends in the fight that we knew that was coming, Obi-Wan versus Anakin. And the fight we didn't know that we
2: didn't want, uh, Yoda versus Palpatine.
1: Ugh. That was dumb.
2: Um, this seems like a good time to... I did a little uh, sick flips tally Oh yeah During that movie <laughs> Yes uh, 22 sick flips Wow That I counted mm. uh, A lot of them during that Yoda fight Yeah A lot of flips uh, Hands tally Hands getting taken yes. off Yep, Five oh. Yeah that's Didn't I say I it's think like that th- was
1: something that they must have perfected in CGI. So mm. they're like, great, well we can do this, so let's do it with everyone's hands.
2: Yeah, I think I think five I think it's the most that come off in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. I mean uh, it, it helps, legs two. It helps you've got Grievous. Yeah. Who's there with
0: his bloody extra hands. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, Grievous is not in this a lot either. Yeah. Um which surprised me because he's one of the things that I remembered from this film quite a lot. Because it's it's a cool looking character. The sort of I mean, a coughing robot is not necessarily a cool concept, yeah. but but he, the way he walked, the way he had that sort of like hawk-like movement. Um Until the, fact... the
1: fights and then he could breathe fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. I suppose that was weird. But uh, it, it, yeah, it was. He did look cool it did, He did look cool. And then he had his spinning two blades at the front while the others were at the back. I know you didn't appreciate
2: that as much. I again. love that bit. I don't I know what it reminded
1: it. me of. It reminded me of. Oh, you know what it is? Is it The Simpsons where Lisa's, she's going, I'm just going to kick. And if oh I yeah, kick, I'm going
2: to do this. And if you yeah. get hit, it's your <laughs> own fault. Po- uh, uh, that, that is accurate. You know, <laughs> that cannot be unseen. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's entirely fair. It is now
0: officially done. Um <laughs> Yeah. I, I also, yeah, yeah. I, I, I quite liked the look of Grievous. I, I, I just didn't like the Yoda Palpatine fight this time around. And I remember the first time watching it in the cinema Again, as a 15-year-old and you've got these two fights going on and I'm 15, so I'm basically an idiot. And I'm sitting there watching it going, this is really cool. Like, this is really fun. It it was
1: Palpatine going from hands Hmm. to a saber. Yeah. I think...
0: It
2: didn't work.
1: No, like, that's the point is that that's how he he kills people with the lightning hands. It's Hmm. like, that would have... Yeah, but I that's wouldn't... when
2: he's old, when he's young, he's got lighting and a saber that we haven't seen or bought before. Yeah, or mm. like
1: it's, or he, what does he have? Like a Assassin's Creed? Yeah, he's got it hidden thing? up the sleeve yeah. kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I I think it's also like, because they'd established that in the previous film, that like Yoda could fight with a lightsaber. It kind of meant, it. it's hard to have he a Jedi fight.
1: lightsaber, but, but just against the lightning.
0: Yeah, it's hard to have a Jedi fight where neither of them have lightsabers. And I don't know if in the extended universe stuff, whether or not there has been a fight between two Jedi or force users that when neither of them has a lightsaber, Mm. that feels like the Palpatine Yoda fight would have been a really good opportunity to do that. Um, Absolutely. And in the end they don't. And
1: that is really the most irritating thing Mm. about the Jedis is that they'll use it to open a door, Mm. but they won't use it to like, lift a column off a mate yeah. or, you know. Crush somebody's flipped, ribs. He flipped, or, a, yeah. he flipped
2: a big chair circle at him.
1: Or, you know, analgesia for a pregnant woman who's dying yeah. in childbirth or, you know, things like They've that. They've got the
2: robot that doesn't know what it's doing for that. <laughs> we, <laughs> we don't know <laughs> this why This is literally dying. my one purpose and we we I put blew it. We all
1: our money into, yeah, into robots. We have no money for medical We supplies. spend all the money
2: making the robot be able to hover yeah. off the ground.
1: Sorry, you pregnant I'm going to die. We got your babies out, but
2: mm, yeah, She it's... lost the will to live, you guys. That's a very serious medical thing. Luke, yeah.
1: your babies. Mm. Lay her down next to them. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hell. I need to know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately for Padme, she does die after giving birth oh. of sadness, of having a broken heart. Yet somehow Leia
2: remembers her. No, she
1: lost the will to live. She lost the will. Kill from... me yeah. now. That yeah. was awful, yeah. that line. That's That can happen. We can't do anything for her. We don't know what to... The, in the fact that the robot says it as well, mm. she's lost the will to live. It's like, okay. Yeah,
0: because in the original draft version of the script, she didn't die. Um, it was her with Leia and Alderaan because then that ties into the fact that in The Return of the Jedi, Leia talks about remembering what her mum looks like. Yeah. Um, because in the original trilogy, Mama Skywalker, because she didn't have a name, died young, mm. but, but not so young, young that, that Leia could remember her. Um, Mm. and yeah, we've, there's like
1: photos of her, I guess.
0: No, but like specifically, like she detailed, like being present with her mom. Yeah. Um, and that could have been something that they kept, but then one of the reasons that Lucas chose not to do that is because he didn't like the idea of leaving Padme sort of open-ended and dying off screen. He was Mm. very much not aware of the extended universe TV stuff that was going to be coming down the line, but he wanted to close off Padme's story, which I can understand. It's just such a shame that it was done in such a crap way.
2: I think, yeah. Had they known like the Clone Wars animated series was coming, there was a lot of things they could have done differently. Mm. Um, When you, when you brought up Grievous before I remembered, because Anakin, Meets him for the first time in this movie, mm. and he says, No, you're shorter than I expected, mm. which meant for that entire run of the Clone Wars, they could never have Anakin and Grievous, who was one of the main villains, meet mm. ever for like seven seasons. Mm. Smart. Yeah. Um, they made it work, I guess. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, and, and then of course, yeah, Obi-Wan and Anakin had a big uh, sword fight, and it's, and it's good. On Lava Planet, it's, it's, it's one of the best bits. It's really fun. Um, the dialogue is not good. No. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil and all that nonsense. It's just less talking, more vuj vuj vuj. Anakin gets the high ground. Sorry, Obi-Wan gets the high ground. Yeah. uh, And chops off
2: Anakin's legs. Yeah. And I'll say exactly what I said after I walked out of seeing this at the cinema. Best bit when he cut off his legs and his arm and then he caught on fire. (laughs) (laughs) It's the best bit of a movie. Yeah, it's pretty gruesome. I hate you. Yeah. That was good acting. He was, I believed he was on fire. Uh, yeah. Mm. He, yeah. He, he sold that. I bit.
1: believe he was saying that to Lucas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you made me do.
1: This. You ruined my career. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and then, yeah, um, Palpatine turns up, gives him a nice little head boot, and then voice. Uh, turns him into a badass-looking cyborg, and they start building a Death Star together. Yeah. And uh, that's the film.
2: And the rest, they say, is history. The rest,
0: they say, is Rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's the prequel trilogy. Was I'm it worth thrilled it? Thrilled
1: to have been there for <laughs> two of the three.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, retrospectively, like, obviously, we, we live in a world where there's Star Wars coming out of the wazoo. We've had another th- five films since this one. That all came out since 2015. We've had the new trilogy. We've had Solo. Mm-hmm. with have had Rogue One. We've had additional TV content like The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, um, The Bad Batch. All of these additional things. The Clone Wars TV show, as mm-hmm. you say. Um, and the prequel films are for people who are younger than than us. What? Uh, I know there are people Who's who are younger, younger than us. us. How dare you? Um, but there are people out there who very much look on these films and say that they... That they love them and they genuinely think that they are good films, and
2: it's because that's their Star Wars. Films. Yeah, and I,
0: I, I, I think there's some really fun and quite noble elements to the prequel trilogy. Where like, it, it's it. I think it's quite easy to forget just how revolutionarily how revolutionary they were from a film making perspective. Like films shot almost entirely on green screen oh, or yeah. blue screen. Um, all like the fact that every trooper in this film is CGI. No, there's nobody in armor, like replica armor or anything. That is entirely done by computer. Uh, real uh, Morrison heads on them, but yeah. um, that's
1: why there's no TV stars in there because hmm. they're all CGI.
0: Yeah, and there are elements of these these trilogy films where I go, this seems pretty fun, but at the same time, I don't think any of them are particularly good films, Shane.
2: Oh, no, they're not mm. and I, But I will say again, like if you go on to watch like the Bad Batch and Clone Wars It does like make you care a little bit more about Especially the one that we just watched mm. um, But you don't
0: <laughs> You don't have to You don't have to Yeah, it's, yeah um, Tegan, you've seen two-thirds of this trilogy now Yep um, what, what are your thoughts on, on two and three, I guess, collectively?
1: Um, I don't care <laughs>
0: <laughs> they didn't sway you over they didn't didn't have a big life-changing impact on you are you, are you a fan of like the
2: original trilogy? yeah
1: the original is fun um lego star wars is great
0: <laughs> lego star wars is great <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah um they just i there's parts of it i'm like oh good that's cool um but i don't know i don't i i, I genuinely don't have an answer for you because i don't Care enough mm. about it, yeah. Which I'm sorry, no, no. It's but that's how they so make if me you feel. And,
2: you and many others, mm.
1: yeah. That that's how I feel. I was there, going. I can follow this. This is terrible, but I'm amused. I'm glad I'm watching this with people I like and Shane. And
2: it's an honor to be having you here in my house.
1: Um, I'm not going to watch *Phantom Menace*. I, oh, I pre- don't think
2: I don't think you should now. It'd appreciate- be, be even worse watching it after watching the better two of uh, the band. Uh, you reckon?
1: Ha- having better. now
2: watched these ones over the last couple of years for, for this program, I think Phantom Menace might be the best of the three. Shit. Big call. I mean, I think in terms of like any kind of nostalgia I have at all was like, you know, it was very exciting at the time when it came out. I remember going to, I mean, I went to the midnight screening of all of these, mm. but I was in like, guess grade 11 or 12 and mm-hmm. f- when episode one came out so it was exciting so i have like that tiny bit of nostalgia for it mm-hmm. yeah i appreciate Is it the best it. of the three though i don't know maybe I there's a lot be- more politics in that one a lot le- in some, which of the, one? some of the some in episode one one okay. but some of the best lightsaber shit well
0: yeah i mean it has darth Maul. darth Maul it has red-faced double-ended lightsaber that's, yeah that's,
2: that's right yeah that's who we want but I, I think in the first, I, I, I think you should watch that bit just at least. I've the seen bit that with, bit. Yeah, I've, I've seen
1: f- it with all the where someone's changed all the sound effects to him being like, "Ooh, ah." Hey. <laughs> okay, well,
2: I don't think that counts. <laughs>
1: it's great. It's really funny. Um, I think the originals are simple, and I the the, the storyline are simple. Storylines are simple. The narrative plays out in a satisfying way that makes you feel like you've watched just a fun adventure trilogy. Mm. These ones. The two that I've seen, particularly this one and the newest ones, the newest trilogy, mm. I feel like there's too many missed opportunities for better. A, a, blue bald is the a, is the. If I cared, I would. I be believe more in the Star Wars canon.
2: to call it a magical blue orb.
1: <laughs> blobbed. A blob. Blue blobbed. Um. Like like we like we were saying the Sith and the Jedi. Maybe they're the same. They will want the same thing. Mm. That's really interesting. In the second of the new trilogies, there were so many interesting ideas that just got dismissed. Or, Mm. you know, when, you know, Carrie Fisher's character, what happened with her character, what happened with Leia in the new ones, Mm. for instance. I'm like, you're offering this to your audience and then you're not giving them the satisfying um, resolution that they want. Yeah. And that shits me.
0: Yeah. And... I mean, we will be moving on to the, the sequel trilogy. That's uh, why I didn't say what happened year. to her. Uh, yes. Uh, so we will be delving into those things and decisions that could have been made. But also, like, I think looking at the, th- the three Star Wars trilogies that exist currently, they, they are really interesting sort of reflections of the time period in which they were made and what the objective of those filmmakers were. Mm. Um, and I think for this one, this is George Lucas who has had like, an indelible impact on film and, like, has done some really incredible things. Mm.
1: Um,
0: Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. But, (laughs) but like, setting up, um, like, the work with Industrial Light and Magic, with with Lucasfilm, with all of those things. Like, so many things that have benefited cinema as a practice have come from his work. Um, And the fact is, is these films, he was trying something that nobody else was doing. The closest you really had to it was Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings trilogy, but it's quite different what Jackson was trying to do and with Weta Workshop and with all the work that they were doing compared to what um Lucas was trying to do. And I think ultimately the films fail in the sense that they're not considered great films by a lot of people. And they do have their problems. But I also think it's it's interesting seeing that ambition and mm. seeing like and seeing the things which have carried on from what I mean, these the films did. I mean, the
2: stuff that that Lucasfilm is doing now, like with Mandalorian, the way that is shot is like, yeah, incredible.
0: Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's it's interesting, uh, and it certainly has value, even if from like the perspective of just being a bum on a seat watching it, mm. it's a bit like, oh god, not more love conversations. Mm, <laughs> like yeah. it's, yeah, it's it's. I I, I guess I'm still not sh- really sure how to feel about these films.
1: I I think the one thing you can't they look they effort has been put into them mm. not just from a look perspective I feel like they've tried. I, well, I mean, like tried. yeah, I mean,
2: design wise. Not I don't not just design. I feel
1: stuff. like even with this characters, I feel like the effort is there, mm. but it just sucks.
2: Like no, one, you don't feel like anyone's phoning it in.
1: No, what bugs me about the newer trilogy was it felt like the first one was awesome mm. and paid homage to the fans and gave the fans what they wanted, but also started a nice journey. But then when we get to the second one, it feels like producers are coming in. Like You can see the wheels of Hollywood turning with it. Yeah. This one, at least, it feels like the wheels of Hollywood, it might have benefited a little bit from it, but Mm. it feels like it is George Lucas's project and he had a a reason to do it.
0: Mm. uh, Without getting too much into the sequel trilogy, I, I, I would say that there was so much pressure on episode seven to just not be shit. Yeah. I remember, like, 2015 was basically just an entire year of waiting for this film to oh, come just out. just please be better than and the like, prequels. And when the trailer came out, and that was a very good first trailer for yeah. it. Right and right, and it was exciting. And then we all went and watched the film. And the biggest criticism of that film was, it's just a new hope remade. You know what? But that's,
1: but that's what everyone wanted. Yeah, that's like, what It turns wanted. out that is what everyone wanted.
0: Yep. And then the thing with The Last Jedi, and again, we'll get to this in, in the next couple of years, listeners, is... I feel as though with Last Jedi, they had they had the opportunity and indeed some ambition to try and do something different, tell a different story, and to delve a bit more into that Jedi-Sith being the same thing. Yeah, And that ultimately they couldn't make the big steps that were needed to tell that story effectively.
1: So I was reading this thing. This is a bit of a segue, but mm. this is what I feel like with those ones, and maybe this works with this trilogy as well. I was reading about David Fincher doing Mindhunter mm. and about what they were going to do with season three. So David Fincher had the idea of doing Mindhunter up until the early two thousands. Until we got to the BTK killer, which is the big storyline of that being found out. Mm. The reason I'm bringing it up is because they um, so they have the they call it the the Bible, and when they do these sort of things like for a TV series, and I would imagine for a trilogy as well. They storyboard out every single one, mm. um, just as a just a loose outline mm. narrative for each of the films or each of the te- each of the series. So the, so series three, which never happened, of Mindhunter was going to happen, and there was um, it was already plotted out. Mm. But then they had to they had to mess around with series two too much that it it stuffed it up. Uh-huh. And this is what I was thinking with these. It feels like a very comfortable jump from episode one to two to three probably because they were all structured out as to where they were going to go in each film mm. whereas in the new series the new trilogy it mm. feels like number one was beautifully structured but they would have already had their plot points ready to go for two and th- for seven and eight sorry
2: eight and nine eight and nine yeah. mm-hmm. they
1: would have already had them but obviously something's happened well it did yeah. we know it happened because yeah. we know that Carrie Fisher's what was it meant to originally happen with her character in the second one. They changed it. There's, there's changes that they've done yeah, all uh, the uh, way through it. So yes, someone's so. fiddled with it in the middle, which uh, is only going to ruin the last one.
0: Also the fact that, um, like, J.J. Abrams was hired just to direct Seven and yeah. then it was given to Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Johnson to do Eight. And then that's when the the sort of tweaking and meddling started to come in from above him Mm. and then you get to the point where episode nine which has to then deal with the fact that okay we had set up this thing for this character but carrie fisher is no longer around to act as this character and it was colin trevorrow who'd done the jurassic world films was was meant to be in charge of that and he ended up leaving the project and they bring back in jj abrams Mm. to like okay we've got all these pieces i'm gonna make this this film and ultimately you know when we get to the sequel trilogy, we will we will discuss the consequences. But I think it's important.
1: I think it's interesting to talk about it a bit with mm. this. That's why the, that mind under thing stuck out to me was because they've already probably got an idea of what they want to put in all three of these films. Mm. So if it's fiddled with at any point, then the whole the whole bottom of the Bible, which is what they call it, falls out.
0: Mm.
1: This one doesn't feel like that. The one thing in this trilogy to its credit, at least. Again, I know having not seen Phantom Menace, but at least seeing the two in these two consecutively, they feel like there is a through line from one to the other.
2: Mm. Yeah. I mean I mean, being prequels as well, they obviously had an endpoint. There's gonna be a guy called Darth Vader at the end of it. Obi Wan's gonna be living on a sand planet with a kid called Luke. Mm. Yeah. Leia's gonna be in space with Jimmy Smith's. Mm. Yeah. You know. So Who it's like want that? and then everyone else that's introduced you're like, Well, they'll probably be dead, I guess. Mm. Yeah and Or are they? <laughs> well, wow, the
0: new Obi-Wan series Obi-Wan May?
2: coming to Disney Plus this May,
0: May May tell us, yeah I, I I presume you're still excited for it, Shane? Yeah, yeah. Okay This hasn't diminished it at all? This no
2: way. No, not at all oh, exactly. I'm excited for Hayden Christensen's redemption arc mm, Yes Not absolutely. as a character, but as just someone that exists Yes, as, as, a, as a performer yeah.
0: Hopefully Fingers crossed It's not too bad Yeah uh, No no, <laughs> well, we blame James Earl Jones for that. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, would you guys like some trivia about Revenge of the Sith?
2: Yes, I would.
1: Shane does.
0: Okay, <laughs> well, all of this trivia is brought to us from IMDb. So if it's not true, don't blame me. Uh, George Lucas deliberately made the Darth Vader suit top heavy uh, to make Hayden Christensen uh, not appear to be too accustomed to moving in it in the film. Oh, well, that's so clear. yeah. When he comes out of the, the Frankenstein's creature table and he stumbles. Because it's too heavy for him He's just like
1: oh, Ugh Just imagine him planning They're going um, Him going You know He's not a good enough actor To yeah. act uncomfortable well, oh. we'll just I make hope him they un- Like we'll they laid him, him down On that
2: table And literally put the stuff on him So he's never stood up In it before And they're like Okay you've got one take The first take, take The first take Is just him going Ooh, oy, Face oy, oy, forward I caramba Dunk
1: <laughs> It's that gif of the girl Who throws the bag of rubbish Behind her and oh, rolls yeah, yeah. backwards yeah <laughs>
0: Um, The original cut for this movie ran at nearly four hours It's too long Too long It's too (laughs) long The opening battle, a Palpatine rescue sequence alone, ran for over an hour Nope, don't want it Uh, The extra footage, if you want it, uh, is shown in the video game of the movie, however Don't want it, I don't want it Okay, well, I'll Please, please move on I'll take my PlayStation 2 home with me then Ah, damn it you McGregor and Hayden Christensen trained for two months in fencing and fitness in preparation for their epic battle. As a result of the practice, the speed at which Kenobi invaded, engage in the duel, is the speed at which it was filmed. It is not digitally altered.
1: That's great.
2: It's very impressive.
0: And it looks like the fighting is very good. Oh, yeah. Um, it must
1: be, because we're talking about that Princess Bride fight between mm. Inigo and um, Wesley. That was voted the fastest... Sword fighting in a film for years and years, but mm. that really? must, yeah. I'm gonna rewatch that. I don't remember. Most it being very skillful fast. and fa- it's it's really because they did the same. They just trained for a yeah, right. uh, mm. million years to to get it right, and so, mm. but that must be it. That's pretty incredible. Now imagine
2: that movie with lightsabers. Mm. Huh? Yeah. Who's with right. me? Right.
0: Yes, I I was fighting you left handed. Ah, so was I. Like, <laughs> phew, phew, phew. Oh, be great. Sweet. Um, a ten year old Han Solo was going to appear at the Battle of Kashyyyk. Hate it. As an orphan being raised by Chewbacca, he would have helped locate General Grievous by finding part of a transmitter droid that was sending signals from uh, Udapau, allowing Obi-Wan to find and confront Grievous. Shane, would you rather have had
2: that or Or the solo Solo. movie? I don't have an honest answer. (laughs) (laughs) Both. I don't want either of them. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Fair. Pass. No, thanks. Yeah, pass. (laughs) George Lucas allowed his friend Steven Spielberg to help design some sequences (laughs) during pre-production.
2: All right, we've all got famous friends.
0: Um, This was partly because Spielberg wanted the experience of using the pre-visualization techniques pioneered by Industrial Light and Magic because he was going to be using them for the War of the Worlds film, uh, which also came out in 2005. Um, Lucas was also uh, wearing many hats because he was writer, director, executive producer and financier. Uh, it was taking up a lot of his time. So he brought in Spielberg to bounce some ideas off.
1: He also
2: so, always wears a
0: hat. Uh, yes, famously. Uh, yeah. Spielberg's main contribution was to the. Is
1: that a director thing? Let's I know we're it. interrupting you. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. But Ron Howard always wears hats.
0: He's hella bald, though.
1: But they all always wear hats.
0: Yeah. Quentin Tarantino doesn't seem to wear a hat a lot. I've seen him in a hat. Oh, oh okay.
1: I have seen Yeah, him you in back in off, man.
0: Okay. Hitchcock? I don't think Hitchcock ever wore a hat.
1: He mm. wore a. a, a
2: <laughs> I think you're thinking of the Monopoly guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Similar.
0: Anyway, uh, the the Hatted Spielberg's main contribution was the uh, climactic lightsaber duel between Obi Wan and Anakin, so he helped storyboard that. Hmm. Might be why it looked good. I have a feeling he may have helped draw the very E. T. like pod for Yoda's very E. T. like leaving of Kashyyyk. Yeah,
1: see that missed opportunity for Anakin to just go, ouch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, George Lucas originally intended to have Peter Cushing reprise his role as Tarkin years after his death through the use of stock footage That'll never work and digital technology uh, The idea was scrapped when the footage of Cushing was deemed unusable
1: Who's Tarkin?
0: Uh, so in the very original Star Wars film he is Vader's boss So he's the one that is in uh, charge big, of think Big Star. cheekbones Yes Old greying dude And have you seen Rogue One? No Okay Damn it, taken. Just, just checking. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> because in Rogue One, made only 11 years after this film came out, now I realise. Wow. Yeah. Um, Tarkin appears in that film and it is Peter Cushing digitally recreated.
1: Uh, oh, and it's shit? Um, uh, it's some, pretty
2: good. Some pretty people good? think it's shit. Some people think it's okay. It. Like, because you know that he's dead, your yeah. brain goes, uh, well, that's, that's cool. not him. Yeah. But mm. I had people that didn't know... That, that wasn't an actor.
0: Yeah. Those,
2: I think those people are stupid. I think nowadays,
0: uh, cause I have rewatched Roeguong recently. It doesn't look as good. Oh really? Um, didn't realise he was
1: an actor. Is it as
0: bad as Henry Cavill's mouth in justice league? Uh, no, <laughs> uh, not, <laughs> nothing not is. Uh, every clone trooper in this film was CGI. Uh, as we said before, not a single real costume or helmet was featured in this film. Those good four
1: NIDA graduates. I
0: yeah. know. I know. The 501st were furious. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> All shots of C-3PO had the entire green screen set reflecting his shiny gold armor. So digital effects artists in post-production had to digitally repaint C-3PO's armor frame by frame to remove the green screen. What? So dumb. In fairness, when he designed that robot in 1977, he wasn't thinking, well, one day there'll be green screens that'll be a problem for this this character.
2: Just put a real wall behind him. It's one of the things... Just put him in a real room. It's one
0: of the things that makes Mando from Mandalorian like mm. really stand out because like they went, yeah, we're going to have this digital backdrop, which is different from the. Green is Mando
1: screen Lando's brother?
0: Yes. Yeah. Man- Mando Calrissian. Mando yeah.
1: Calrissian. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, famously, they're siblings. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Lee filmed all of his scenes in two days. His filming schedule uh, had to be moved because he was doing pickup shots for Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, which he was cut from, uh, which is kind of unfortunate. Um, all of his scenes for this film were shot in front of a green screen uh, because the set for The Quarters uh, that the fight took place in hadn't been built yet. So Christopher Lee was never on that set.
2: Wow. He's never what a time done. to be alive.
0: Mm. Yeah, he just was was not available. And he gets fully decapped. Yeah. You seem quite shocked by that, Tegan. What? Like, when Christopher Lee got his head cut off.
1: It was a good... I like... Because we didn't see much of it.
2: Mm. I, liked, so, I
1: like... I like... Um, I know you can't, but... It was good. It was. It was a yeah, nice like an, little, a nice swift
2: decapitation.
1: Yeah. Mm. Just. I don't know. It, it, that was a good moment. Yes. Yeah. I liked was.
0: that. Um, Samuel L. Jackson said that he knew that his character had to die in this film, so he told George Lucas he would only do the movie if Mace Windu went out in a blaze of in a blaze of glory and not quote like some sucker, end, <laughs> end quote. and that sucker spelled with an A at the end. Um, On an American late night talk show, he confirmed that he did indeed have a meaningful death scene and that he did not go down like, quote, some punk, end quote.
2: That's great. It's that kind of attitude that gets you a purple lightsaber, you know?
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, The final bit of trivia is to do with the high ground. Oh, yep. Uh, The reason that, you know, I Have the High Ground exists is because of the stuntman, Nick Gillard. And obviously the high ground is this much memed Star Wars reference thing, mostly because people are going... What? How does that work? Um, Stuntman Nick Gillard says that the idea for the classic moment of I Have the High Ground came when he and Hayden Christensen um, went to have lunch whilst filming in Australia while they were filming. That's
2: where we live, you guys. (laughs) Uh,
0: While they were filming on Attack of the Clones. Uh, To quote Nick Gillard, We would eat in this restaurant every night that was up a hill. You could walk up the road and down to the restaurant, or you could walk across a steep bank to it. For me, I always wanted the most direct route, so I was going for the bank. And Hayden hates walking on a slope. So that was on my mind about the higher ground. If I can get Anakin on a slope, Obi-Wan might have a chance.
2: Oh, wow. (laughs) So
0: the the whole reason I have the high ground exists is because Hayden Christensen hates slopes. Wow. Apparently.
1: I'm sorry, please cut that. Don't put that in. Okay. Please don't put that in.
2: I'll be cut. Yeah, he hates slopes. So, well, I hope we've all learned a valuable lesson. mm, Just take the most direct route. Yeah, or if you just build your restaurant on a flat ground, you ruin Star Wars. Mm, That's true, yeah. yeah. I wish I knew what that restaurant was so we could turn
0: up and make demands of them to fix the landscaping around it. Yeah. It's a weird thing for that that I do find I have the high ground is a weird meme. Yes. Like it does, It like it's odd, but I don't know why it has become so. Oh, the kids me- these days,
2: they latch onto anything that they think is a catchphrase. Yeah.
1: Mm. It's a good metaphor. If yeah. they were following the thing they set up about the Sith and the Jedi, mm. then it's a good metaphor for That's, that. that.
0: That's true. And I mean, part of the reason why people have like theorized and gone, oh yeah, no, the reason that Obi-Wan says it's over, I have the high ground is because, He knows Anakin's only choice is to do a sick flip over him. Sick flip. 22 of them. 22. Obi-Wan knows that... Obi-Wan knows that has to happen. So he knows what to do. And a lot of people tie it back to how he defeats Darth Maul in the first of the prequel films. Mm. Because he does not have the high ground. But he takes Darth Maul by surprise. And then because Obi-Wan... he does a sick flip. Yeah. Because Obi-Wan has taught Anakin everything... He knows that Anakin will be thinking, "I'll do a sick flip." He won't see this coming. While well, Obi Wan's, it's basically to borrow this from The Simpsons again, Bart's going to go rock. Good old rock. Nothing beats that. <laughs> <laughs> that is best this is flip. like you know playing yeah.
1: Mortal Kombat or playing and playing as. Katana. This is how I play Mortal Kombat as Katana and mm. just jumping. I always. Just no,
2: you go sub zero. You just freeze him and punch him, and freeze yeah. him and punch him, and yeah. freeze him and kick him, and freeze him and punch him again. In. Yeah. You over and over, and then you're a little best. Sick flip. Mortal mm. Kombat. So
0: all that remains is for us to score the film. Right. Tegan, you get to go first because it was your first time watching Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. What score would you give it out of 10? Um,
1: I will give it um, four extended flaps out
0: of 10. <laughs> Extend
2: all the flaps. Extend all the yeah. flaps. That was the instruction very early in the film. Stunning. Mm. <laughs> uh, what about yourself, Shane? Uh, I'm going to give it five, but I'm going to give it one... I'll give it six. One extra just for pure nostalgia value. Okay. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Six death sticks. They weren't even in this film. I know, but that's what I'm using to count Star Wars these days. That's fair.
1: Um, You sure you don't want to use killed younglings?
2: What are we going to do?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: For me, um, it's not a good film. Um, But I I have similar slight nostalgia for it. but I'm not going to add any points for that nostalgia. No, I'm afraid it's not worth enough. It's yeah. It's it's a really what your score.
1: Do it, <laughs> do it. Not yet.
0: <laughs> I will give Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith the Sith. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we managed to get through almost the whole thing without doing that. Um, <clears throat>
1: That's where the jack off. Yes. Comes in.
0: I will give Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith four. Sick flips Ooh. out of 10. Because uh, the flips were pretty sick. Mm. It's 22 of them. It's one At less least. than the hands. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, look, a film that averages one sick flip every 10 minutes is actually, like, can't be all bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was fun getting to, to revisit the prequel trilogy, but it's also fun knowing
2: that it's done. Yeah, it's uh, also fun not having to watch it again. Yes.
0: Uh, so Shane and Tegan, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. Hey
2: man, thanks for letting me watch one of my least favourite Star Wars films.
1: Thanks for making me watch it. You find some more friends that haven't seen star wars <laughs> well no my... it's
2: this is on you at this point yeah <laughs> you can watch them all today and be done with this
1: no <laughs> it's rock and hard place territory <laughs> uh, those... damn
2: if you do damn if you don't <laughs> for those of you
0: listening at home thank you so much for listening in um we hope you enjoy may the 4th and may the 4th be with you of course um we will be reviewing more star wars films in the future for sure uh how can i hear those episodes when they eventually arrive probably Al steven how pro- probably in late april or early may next year pay us money uh yes there is the patreon uh, that's the that's the most secure way to make sure this program keeps happening uh go to patreon.com forward slash ccuc podcast for as little as a dollar a month um you can get all sorts of bonus goodies and features you can hear about Shane's fake Canadian girlfriend. Uh, She's real, I swear. <laughs> uh, that may or may not be a Patreon extra, but there are plenty of things that are definitely extras. Uh, that Her you name's can hear. Amy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, go there. Little as a dollar a month, you get all sorts of bonus goodies and features. Um, you can also subscribe. Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, lots of different ways. Uh, you get a new episode each and every week. YouTube, Bumble. Yeah. Uh, no we're not on any dating apps as far as i'm aware <laughs> well expand your horizon that's true yeah. yeah we'll have an official dating profile swipe right on the films you love
1: that's <laughs> that's
0: how it works right yeah that's right yeah yeah I, uh, oh, just because you're married yeah i know i know sorry okay. um and finally uh we have our facebook page you can search for us there and get news and updates about the program just search for the cinema catch-up club in Facebook search bar thingy but that is all for this week so until next time goodbye yes that classic star wars catchphrase <laughs> i don't have one in mind okay like okay what about um no! <laughs> Can we do that one? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good until next time goodbye chewbacca I will say until next time unlimited power